1: From the halls of assembly, you'll hear us scream and shout. I love of Indiana is manic and devout. Everything I do, we discuss in unique manner. We won't be satisfied until we hang another banner. Us two goofy guys go by names of Ward and Eric. And as you probably know by now, we're well, Hoosier Hysterics. Hoosier Hysterics. Hoosier Hysterics!
2: Hello, Ward. Hello, Eric this is a different kind of day for us it is it's a good monday i'll tell you that much i wish all mondays were like this it is it's definitely better than my normal monday it's you know for hoosier hysterics universe what we're about to do has only happened a very very (laughs) few times thank you only a few times only a few times in our history has it happened the way that it happened today? But before we get into any of that, and we got a lot to discuss, we are, as always, Powered by
1: CommunityCars.com Sponsor of the pod, Hoja CommunityCars.com
0: Illusion Legends talk with Warden Eric.
2: CommunityCars.com, Communitycars.com. Loser legends talk to with ordinary. dot com. Is there another verse? I think so. Yeah. Um, listen, community cars. We just dro- we just
1: drove in a community
2: car. We did. We just drove in my community car that I'm very proud came from Community Cars across the country because they ship everywhere in the continental United States. Daryl. Yeah. Do we know yet if they ship to Alaska and Hawaii? You want me to find out? Yes, Daryl. That's what I meant last week when I said, could you find out if they ship to Alaska and Hawaii? That's your job. Bro, I'm trying to figure out how many states there are. Daryl, how many states are there? I'm still counting. I keep <laughs> losing track. At what number? But shit, now I forgot again. <laughs>
1: You know, Daryl sounds
2: different at your house. Yeah, Daryl has a very different (laughs) accent. But you know what isn't different? How bad of a bit it is. Terrible bit. Just a terrible (laughs) bit. Um, But look, Community Cars, I do want to make this announcement. Community Cars has signed on as a sponsor for the Hoosier Fantasy Experience Weekend. Boom, it's happening. So we should talk about that right after we tell you if you're going to buy a car, If you're going to buy any car, new, used, if you're going to sell your car, if you want to buy it online, if you want to buy it with a phone call, if you want to buy it because you want to go in and talk to people face-to-face, Community Cars will make it as easy and painless for you, best prices, no BS, and you know what the saying is, don't be a jackass, buy your car at Community Cars. I like the point at the end, that was good. But let's talk about Hoosier Fantasy Experience, because that is big and that is happening. August 17th to August 20th, we are back, better than ever. Hoosier Fantasy Experience, a weekend chock full of fantasy experience, kicked off by the Fantasy Camp. Starts, if you're part of the Captain's Club, which is the VIP tier of the Captain's Club, it starts on the night of August 17th, Thursday. August 18th in the morning is the golf outing. You get paired up every foursome with either a current Hoosier coach, or somebody associated with the program, like a Jordan Hulls, or a Hoosier legend. Last year, people like Randy Whitman, obviously Coach Woodson, Yasir, Jordan Hulls, uh, Derek Elston,
1: Todd Leary. Yeah, Tad Leary said something great to me. Maybe he'll say something great to you next
2: year. Lyndon Jones, hmm. Brian Evans and Steve Green just sharing their joy throughout by driving and saying hi to everybody. Yeah, it was special. Joe Hillman. I mean, it was unbelievable. Did I say Ted Kitchell? Ah, uh, you did this, Dan. I mean, it's unbelievable. Going to be a lot of the same people and some new ones. That's Friday morning. Were you going to say something? Oh, I, I'm just even people who did it last year
1: and realized how awesome it was. It it's a, like a, such a whole new team. There's so many new players that when they come out to, and we're going to hit this next fan fest.
2: No, I was going to go to the fantasy camp, which is which starts oh, in earnest on
1: Friday. Well, you said it; that kicks
2: things off. The VIP part does got on it. Thursday,
1: but but and so obviously, people involved with the fantasy camp are going to get a mix it up with the current players throughout the weekend. They're your coaches, uh, and there is going to be so many new ones to get to know and love. Like who? Or- uh, well, for example, our guest today, who will remain nameless. And how about
2: Mackenzie Mbako? Yeah, he'll be there. Peyton Sparks also will be there. Anthony Walker, I believe so. I mean, am I missing somebody? Uh, Newbies? No. Uh, Oh, well, Gabe Cups. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. And if we add another person to the transfer portal, that person will be there. Fresh meat. So it is, it's move in weekend which is an awesome weekend. So much energy around campus. Everybody's in a good mood. And it's just such a remarkable event. The Fantasy Camp, if you don't go to the VIP tour, uh, the VIP tier, it starts on Friday afternoon. Registration, you get picked for a team. Or if you want to be a coach because your playing days are behind you, you get to do that. You get to evaluate, you get to draft, you get to work with the current players to evaluate and pick and strategize. And no matter what, you're not going to be picked after me
1: and Eric. Rest assured, you're not going to be the last one picked on the playground.
2: There's no chance we end up on the same team. You know why? Because we're the last two picked? Correct. (laughs) There is no chance of it ever happening. It wouldn't be fair to any given team to have us both. It would be a real albatross around their necks. So that happens on Friday. That extends into Saturday. And then Saturday night is, of course, the fan fest now tickets for the fan fest have not been put online yet they are coming soon but put it in your calendar put it in your calendar saturday night pictures autographs at assembly hall your first chance to see this new indiana university men's basketball team and then on sunday the fantasy camp concludes and the whole weekend concludes with an unbelievable event where the iu women's basketball team puts on a youth camp for about 150 kids if you have a kid boy girl I can't remember the exact ages, but it's basically like 8 to 13, 8 to 14. Sign them up. Get coached by Sydney Parrish and Sarah Scalia and Chloe Moore McNeil and Mackenzie Holmes. And be part of this incredible, incredible event and incredible weekend. If you have a heart
1: of stone, if you're dead inside and you want to reawaken feelings of love and warmth, just come out to that. Just come out and see how beautiful it is to see those youngsters be- mixing it up with the best women's program in the country.
2: And here's what I'll also say. For the first time, I don't think you and I have talked about this, but for the first time ever at the FanFest, for the autograph sessions and picture sessions, the women's team is going to be part of that.
1: Fantastic.
2: They are going to be there signing autographs, taking pictures before the game, after the, before the event and after the event. going to be amazing. For you that want to sign up for the fantasy camp or the golf outing, go to HoosierFantasyExperience.com. HoosierFantasyExperience.com. If you have any questions about the fantasy camp, we understand it's a big high ticket item. But if you have any questions, you want to discuss them with me, please DM us on Twitter at Hoosier Hysterics for the hysterics. No E, no I, but the sometimes why. Or send us an email, Hoosier Hysterics at gmail.com. Hoosier Hysterics at gmail.com. August 17th to the 20th. There's social engagements that happen over that weekend. There's dinners, there's lunches. Full use of the IU facilities, incredible gear package. in Just an unbelievable time. What are you going to say? And an orgy. <laughs> First of all, untrue. Second, does not sweeten the pot. Does not sweeten the pot at all. Uh, so that's what's happening with Hoosier Fantasy Experience. What's happening in the world of IU basketball? The truth is the last week has been a bit of a reset right well, you know it's like we all need to catch our breath
1: it has been such a whirlwind we we're up then we felt like we were down but really the storm was just gathering to be up again and we're all very optimistic we're greedy we want more we all feel like there's there's one more scholarship give us another hit of of uh endorphins before this uh new recruiting season is over if you want to call that with the, the transfer portal but i i mean just the vibe is so good that if there's going to be a lull a dead period if you will which it and, is
2: it's actually a dead period right
1: that's why i brought it up maybe right. maybe i didn't set it up to
2: no but it made sense okay
1: um but it, it's hey it's sunshine and
2: roses in hoosier nation maybe. it is i will say that of the people i know the hot item that people were a lot of talk about caleb love I do not believe Indiana is recruiting Caleb Love to come to Indiana in the transfer portal. Are you not interested in that recruitment? I'm not. Okay. I'm not interested in that one. So I think there's still a lot to play out with people still in the NBA process and a lot of names to probably still come out of the process that already entered the transfer portal. So I think that game is still a little bit away. What is it? A couple of weeks, June 11th, I think is the date. So we're still a couple of weeks away from when they have to decide if they're going to stay in the process or or transfer. So that's all exciting. Women's basketball, not a lot of noise that I've heard too much. They did go after Lexi Donarski from Iowa State and weren't able to get her. So I don't know exactly what's going on with the women's portal, but you know that's going to be a really fun team. And they've got some freshmen coming in that project to be like studs, four-year studs. So really fun. Grace Berger made her debut with the Indiana Fever, scored her first basket. Living the dream. It's so funny how... Have you been following it on Peaks that people are like really upset that she hasn't played more?
1: It is. I mean, what a nice problem to have for women's basketball, that people are so
2: invested at this point that they're getting pissed. It's unbelievable. It went from no coverage <laughs> to now pissed that she's not playing. Yeah, that's when you know you've made it. Um, So a lot going on there. Uh, Really happy for Grace. IU football got a big commitment from a 2024 quarterback that I saw. Yeah, We beat out Arkansas State for him. How did we do that? Yeah. I'm ju- I kid. I kid. But I do look at the other schools recruiting a kid when we get them. Sure. And that is how I decide. And it's I totally get this is not the way to do it because the people recruiting him know better than me. But my simplistic juvenile mind, I look at the other schools recruiting. And if there's no school on that list that I am impressed by us beating – then i just don't get that excited about the recruitment.
1: Well, you know, i mean, we're we're kind of stocking up the quarterback cabinet now. Obviously, we all want TJDs, uh kid brother, Taven to step into that that role because it's we're we're going to go through trace withdrawal and how do you how do you better supplement that with a, a blood relative who could be your stud starting quarterback? But, you know, uh you you need depth at that position. If there's nothing else we've learned over the last few years, you need more than one of those guys you can count on.
2: Such a hard thing to have depth at that position. Look, it's hard even for like the Alabamas and Ohio states and the Georgias, so many of those guys transfer. But when you're at like Indiana, if you aren't the starter, it's just so hard to keep the backup. Yeah. It's so hard because there's probably a place that you can start. And 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 it just I, I don't envy that process of managing a roster in in college football that seems so hard it it, i mean there's 343
1: scholarship players and you got to fill it all up daryl gave me that number so it might oh it might
2: be a little (laughs) off i'll take the over um so yeah man I, i you know it's a dead period like you said in basketball so i think we covered the main topics very excited for this team coming together. Very excited for Hoosier Fan Fantasy Experience Weekend, HoosierFantasyExperience.com. But we had a unique opportunity to actually be in the same room as our guest today because he happened to be in Los Angeles. And, and
1: it's not just any room that can contain this guy. It's It's got to be one with very
2: high ceilings. And this one wasn't. <laughs> but the doorways did not cut it. He almost scalped himself. With the sprinkler head. Yeah, well, I I mean, I was just bracing for for water to start pouring everywhere. Yeah. So, what do you say we just get to it?
1: Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Here comes a guest. Here comes a guest. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, he's here today. And by here, I mean actually here with us, smelling our cigar smoke. Like, this is normal. Do you
2: smell it? Do you smell cigar smoke on us right now? Yeah. Oh, good. Do, Do you like it? No.
1: Damn it. Damn it. Normally it's over Zoom, and our guests are not put through that, but we're so glad you're here. That being said, Eric, for those listening at home, who is here with
2: us? Hailing from North Little Rock where he attended North Little Rock High School. He averaged 21.2 points, 12 rebounds, 5.7 blocks. He led his team to consecutive state championships. He was one of only 10 players in the country to be named to the USA Basketball Nike Hoop Summit team. He was the seventh overall recruit by 247 Sports. He's a McDonald's High School All-American. He's earned trips to the Iverson Classic and Jordan Brand All-Star games. He is simply one of the best players in the country. We are lucky enough that he entered the transfer portal and decided to bring his talents not to South Beach, unless you consider, well, the North Beach of Lake Monroe. Sure. Please welcome the man, Khalil Ware. (laughs) By the way, you might hear more than two people clapping. We do have a bit of a crowd here, more than normal. We have two other people in the room. They will remain nameless for now. For now. For now. Who knows? Khalil, welcome.
3: Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Of uh,
2: course. Uh, let's let's get this out of the way. I called you earlier because of Max. I wanted to, to make sure I had it right. Speak clearly into the microphone and tell everyone the proper pronunciation of your name. Uh, it's just Khalil where? So, Khalil. Khalil. What if people called you Khalil? Would you be upset at that? Uh, was,
3: uh, with me, is either or. So
2: Okay. Uh, but it, the important part is the second syllable is eel. Khalil. Yeah, Yeah, What? Well, Khalil. <laughs> <laughs> We're making you question. By the way, I think your mom's watching on Zoom. Should we ask your mom what the proper pronunciation is? Let's get mom on here. Mom. Uh,
1: mom's flying in.
2: Yeah, mom, yep. are you there? Do we have your audio here? Hold on. Yeah, hold on. Mom, how are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Oh, uh, well, thank you for joining us here. Will you please tell us, and your son, who apparently doesn't know, can you tell us the proper pronunciation of your son's name?
0: Well, it's Kell oh, L. Kel-L?
2: Kell Yeah, Kell
0: No, that's different than what you said. <laughs>
2: that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying Kell L. Kell L. Kell L. Kell, Kel-L. Kel-L. Yeah. Kel-L. 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 Yeah, All right, now we have to ask this. before Your son's here and he's the star and we're going to get to him, but you're mom and you're here. Did you name him after Superman's real name, Kal-El?
0: I most certainly did. Yes! <laughs> that is
2: unbelievable! How did you know that your son would be like a Superman in real life? How did you know that? Did you just will that to happen? Well, you know,
0: he's my first Son, and I consider myself a super mama.
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so,
0: um, you know, I just, I, I've always watched Superman growing up and the name, when I found out that was his name from the planet Krypton, I was like, okay, yes, that. I like to kill it. That,
2: that is so, so cool. cool. It's a very similar story to my parents. They realized, this guy's not going to be anything. Let's just name him Eric. What's what's an average name? It sounds like <laughs> earache. Let's do that. That's how I got my name. All right, Mom, we love you. We love your son. We're going to take care of him, but we're going to go talk to him now. Okay. All right, I'm just going to put you on mute, but you're, you're not leaving us. All right, there we go. So you were named after Superman. Do you remember when in your life you found out that you were named after superman or has it just always been part of your backstory
3: this has always been part of my backstory is when i used to play basketball when i was like fifth grade and i used to just fly around the court they used to just call me superman so
1: yeah wow (laughs) that that is a great origin story Yeah. yeah Um, and we we brought up before we started recording. Oh, do you like Marvel? Do you like DC? It's all making sense why you're trending towards DC and Superman in particular. Yeah. What's your favorite Superman movie? And do you have a particularly favorite Superman performance?
3: Oh mm, no, I, I I like Man of Steel. Yeah. yeah, Man of Steel is the one. So
1: that is the one. Now, do you like the old school? Christopher Reeves, Do you, those are the ones we grew up with and probably your mom.
3: Oh, yeah, nah, I've watched them too, but I oh, don't know, man, it's still just, the, uh, that movie like Pacific just sticks out to me. So
2: That's very cool. All right, man, listen, you have made a nation of fans so excited because you are coming to Indiana University and we're going to get into that that story of that commitment but before we do let's talk about where we are right now and why we're here so we're obviously in Los Angeles but tell everybody what you're doing here in Los Angeles right now
3: well I'm training with my agency to get my talents better for Indiana basketball so
1: I like that so what's what's the event and what are you doing at this month-long event
3: just well like I said just training every day I mean Getting, working on my shot, working on my dribble moves, and just getting stronger so I could be better for next year.
2: So is it, I mean obviously you spent time in Oregon where you were away from home. Is it weird being this far away from home for you where it's, your life is literally get up, train for basketball, play basketball, then come home here and get ready for basketball the next day. Are you homesick? Like what what is it like the living situation?
3: Uh, I'm I'm kinda used to it now. I'm kinda used to being far away from home. But you know, being far away at Oregon, I kinda had to just get used to not being at home so much. So that
1: helped out a lot. We know Jalen is out here. You guys uh you guys getting along, talking about how great it is to be Hoosiers?
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Now I've I've asked him a couple questions about how it was last year with him being there, the environment, the fan base, <laughs> and Coach Woody himself. So did he did he yeah. did he talk about us? <laughs>
2: <laughs> did he tell you about us? It's okay. You could be honest. No, nah, no, he didn't. Nah. We have to talk to Fino about that.
1: I was like, Do you think Fino said anything to him about us? And we're actually getting to do this interview. It's a <laughs> yeah. good thing he didn't give you a heads up.
2: Well, we did hear the list of players that before uh, we started this that are working out with you or coming through. Give us a taste of some of the NBA players and and current college players. Uh, who are playing with the, the CAA circuit here? Uh, CAA has a lot of guys.
3: I mean, right now, what well, pros that have came, uh, Chris Paul was here today. Paul George is here today. Um, I've seen Carl Anthony Towns. Um, well, other pros have came? Uh, Davion Mitchell, uh, Dayron Sharp. Jay Knob was here today, but he was, like, working on his own. Uh, uh, a, uh,
2: like
3: like, no, I'm talking about Griffin. A. J. Griffin. Yeah, oh, AJ, Griffin. That's uh, a pretty
2: good list. That's yeah. a pretty, so. Did Paul George, did he play today? Uh, no, no, no. He okay. got he got there kind of like when we was finishing up. So, have any of those pros like Carl Anthony Towns? Did you play against him?
3: No, nah, no, nah. I mean, what last year I played with Paul George though. So,
2: and what was that like?
3: that was a great experience just being able to see how he played his pace and so he takes his time with everything he do getting into his shot so and i was on his team we was winning so
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's good now who who maybe in the league right now or maybe even when you were growing up do you did you really look up to you admire and maybe want to model your game after in certain regards
3: Mm, that's that's one of the things with me. I've never had a favorite player or, like, favorite team. I've always just, like, watched the league and just
1: take bits and pieces from everybody, so. So maybe give us an example. Even something you're working on right now that you see another player has that you want to put in your your tool belt. Mm.
3: Well, everybody know I can play in the post, so I guess I've been kind of working on my game, like KD, so, yeah.
2: That's a pretty good guy. Yeah. That's a pretty good guy to model something after. All right, let's do this. Let's jump back in the time machine. Let's go back. We love hearing. We heard the origin story of your name. Now let's hear the origin story of basketball. How and when is your earliest memory of you finding the game of basketball? Third grade <laughs> tell us about it
1: you're You're six foot four. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, honestly, I don't know. I can't remember how tall I was in third grade, but yeah. Well, I can't, I don't remember exactly if this moment was third grade, but I started playing in third grade, but I remember I was on the court and like, I remember just getting a rebound and just took off down the court without even dribbling. So,
2: (laughs) but it only took you three strides. That's the difference. How tall were you? Do you remember how tall you were in third grade? Not at all. Were Were you always tall? I was
3: always like a little bit taller than everybody else. So, but I wasn't just like. Seven foot and seven grade. <laughs> yeah, that would be
1: weird. That'd and, uh, be weird. <laughs> um, when did you start to realize you were you were better than most of the people you were playing with? And you had great high school teammates, but at a certain point, you had to realize. Uh, when did it start dawning on you? Oh, I'm I'm better than this at this than most normal people. Really.
3: Tenth grade, if I'm being real, yeah. cadet, and that's when I started getting like interest and offers. But even even now, I still, you know, be like, I,
1: I don't, I haven't realized my full potential yet. So, like, you you still maybe have some doubt as to how how exceptional you can be. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say doubt, but it's just like
3: I don't right now i guess I, I just like i said i haven't unlocked like my full potential yet
1: so that's why i'm working right now just to you know showcase what i can do so you know you can see where it's going yeah. but you just know i mean like anything else it's going to take time to to get all that dialed in yeah i can get way better yeah
2: all right so we skipped from 3rd grade to 10th grade and i'm sure some <laughs> things happened in between like for example you're sitting in front of us you walked to this room with us you see that between the two of us We have no athletic ability. You can just tell that. Right when we walk in the door. It's very clear. You can just tell the way we walk (laughs) is corny. You get it. He's nodding, by the way, just so everybody (laughs) knows. So the idea of dunking a basketball to us is like saying that we're going to go to the moon, okay? Mm -hmm. Unless it's the one I had in
1: my driveway where you could crank it down to eight feet
2: tall. I struggled on the eight foot, too, to (laughs) dunk, to be honest. When was the first time you dunked the basketball? There has to be a moment or a memory of the first time. Give it to us. First time?
3: The first time I dunked the basketball was eighth grade summer. It was in the game. Okay. The first time I got my in-game in-game dunk was ninth grade. All right,
2: but tell us about eighth grade. In the summer, were you on the at the park? Oh no, nah, it was just warm-up lines. Warm-up lines <laughs> yeah. for a game in the summer. Yeah, it was just warm-up lines. And did yeah. you tell yourself this is it? I'm gonna go try to put this one down. I, I was telling myself with all of them. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it was just, that one just finally decided to go down. So. One-handed, two-handed. Oh no, it was, it was one-handed. One-handed. Yeah. And
2: did you did the did your team go crazy?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody was waiting on it, so it finally happened.
2: And then once it happened, is it like every time you went up, you could do it, or was it still hard?
3: Oh no, no, it was still hard. Like I got back to school the next day, and one of my, um, one of my uh, like school teammates, he was telling everybody, he was like, yeah, he dunked da da da. I couldn't dunk. <laughs> was, so nobody it. believed it. <laughs> yes, and nobody believed it. And then I finally started to gradually dunk the ball more and more. So it got That's easier. great.
1: Okay, so so probably let's rewind again, and and mom's here, and talk a little bit about family, friends. Who is, who is around you that, that are all – we know the support, the support system that's necessary for somebody to – especially once you start playing summer ball and stuff like that to help get you to this point. So who, who's, who's around you that's, you know, been rooting for you from the beginning?
3: From the beginning, I mean, it's just, like you said, my mom, stepdad, that's always been with me. Um, my sister, my brother, of course, they've been with me since I was little. Are they, they older, younger? I have uh, one older sister, one younger
1: brother, and one younger sister. So, And, um, and at what point were they all like seeing this as, as a real future for you, beyond high school and having fun? Did that then become sort of a, a family? What I'm are showing
2: you... a picture of the family. Oh, uh-huh.
1: there they are. There they are. Oh, yeah. um, Your brother's short
3: oh uh, my uh my oh no no the only person that's missing in that picture is my older sister she was uh in college at the time so
2: where is she at At memphis oh very nice very nice
1: so so did like people you know as far as the family come out for the games they yell go crazy um how how was that as well i don't want to jump ahead to when they're not there. But even in something like this, are you staying in touch with them, letting them know, hey, this is what's going on today, they just kinda track every movement you do? Yeah, my mom, she track every movement. Well, she is on Zoom yeah, right now is. watching this. Yeah. So
2: yes, we get a sense of that. Yeah,
3: I mean, even if she wasn't able to make every game, which she most likely did anyway, mm. but even if she wasn't able to make a game, I knew she was watching through a screen yelling, so
2: I love that. Now I'm gonna ask a question that could be sensitive. But I have to ask it because it's part of my history here. You are from Little Rock. North North Little Rock. Rock. I have never been to Little Rock or North Little Rock. However, when I was younger, there was a big documentary on HBO. Do you remember this? (laughs) Gang banging in Little Rock. (laughs) I do not remember that. You know it,
3: right? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay,
2: let me just explain. When I saw that documentary it scared the living shit out of me. It made me think that Little Rock is the toughest, scariest place in the world. So my question to you is, is it as scary as that documentary makes it seem? Yeah, that's it why is?
3: Yeah, that's why you got to stay up out that area. Just, wow, um,
2: but your mom has raised an unbelievable family in yeah. that area.
3: Yeah, she tried, well, she did her best, actually, to keep us out that atmosphere and
2: just kept us in, I guess, light gray hands. So, Have you seen the movie? Have I seen it yet? I have. Because here's my feeling. It's like, I feel like if I were to drive through Little Rock, they would pull me out of the car oh, and then nah. give me a tattoo <laughs> from an oven. Because that's what <laughs> they did in that movie for the initiation. They put a like an iron on the stove and then burned it into you, right?
1: But, but nobody would want you as a part of their
2: <laughs> group. I mean, they would
1: just let you keep they going. need an accountant. <laughs> maybe, maybe. They may need
2: somebody to run the numbers. <laughs> Um, um, but do you, look, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, which they're really tough parts of St. Louis, yeah. Missouri as well. And I have a lot of pride about being from St. Louis because the people that aren't from St. Louis, when I tell them that, they're like, oh, it's nasty, it's this, it's that. I have a lot of pride about being from St. Louis. Do you feel the same way about North Little Rock and Little Rock?
3: Yeah, actually I do just because, <clears throat> like you said, it was a rough place growing up. And just being like, you know, one of the few people to be able to make it out and make a name for myself, so I feel
1: like. That's a, like an honor right there. So. It is for sure. And how would mom keep you focused? You know, grades, basketball, family—is that pretty much? If you were straying from that, she'd bring you back back in line, or were you, or were you pretty good like that on your own?
3: Oh no, I was good like that on my own too. I mean, yeah, yeah. I never really just got into that stuff. I always wanted to stay in school. You know, basketball just. I just want to have a fun life, so but but not doing that part of
1: the fun life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's a, that's the sketchy fun, right? Yeah. <laughs>
2: so yeah, Ward lived like four years in college in that fun I, you, and remembers none of it.
1: You can find it in Bloomington. I hope you don't.
2: Yeah, you can also <laughs> find it in some police records if you look up Ward Roberts.
1: But... All, all expunged. <laughs> I took the classes. There's no record of
2: me there anymore. Before we walked in here, we saw that you had to duck to get. Into the elevator well. Every door frame in this room is too small for you. You have to duck. Yeah. Do you hit your head on things regularly or have you gotten so good at just instinctively ducking? When was the last time you hit your head on something?
3: I don't know. It's been a minute. Have like... you
2: ever knocked yourself out by hitting something oh, that no, hard? No, no? No, no, no. I have done <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> I hit myself on the, the, the thing above my stove and knocked myself out. So being klutzy is much more dangerous than being tall. <laughs> but
1: I do wonder about the height thing because I was hanging out with a guy, not a basketball player, six seven. We were leaving Denny's and somebody stopped him for a picture. And and I was like, oh, I, I didn't. And he's like, yeah, that happens quite a bit. Is Is that something... Does that kind of stuff happen to you? They don't even know who you are as a basketball player, but people are just fascinated by height in this culture. And and do you have to deal with that?
3: Yeah, I'm, yeah I get stopped a lot. I get stopped a lot to ask how tall I am, but <laughs> then you have some people who do know who I am, so they ask for a picture. So, especially like back in Arkansas. So.
1: Yeah, because I get that. It's just that the idea of seeing somebody kind of extra tall and being like, can I get this for my Instagram? I'm like, ah, I don't know. Yeah, nah. I don't know that mentality. Yeah. I,
3: it, uh, it, it's it's a lot of parents who would see me and then take a picture of me, and then, then they would say, like, my kid might know you. So okay. it'd mostly just be, like, the foot of pictures, like, for their kid, just to see if they know me.
2: And how tall are you? When people ask, how tall are you, what is the answer you give them?
3: i say seven one.
2: Seven one. Yeah, now, we seven, also one. found out that at this CAA camp that you're at right now, this, this CAA, I don't know, what do you call it? Is it a camp, a clinic, a uh, like workouts? Yeah, it's just like an agency, yeah. Okay, an agency workout. So they had a measuring thing where they wanted to get everybody's precise measurements. Mm-hmm. What happened when they measured you?
3: Uh, it stopped at 7'. So you have no idea how tall you are? Uh, it was like an inch over. So you were over? Like seven, and seven you on. were in
2: socks, to be clear. They yeah. had you in socks if somebody just take this as a little, you can take this or leave this but if somebody were to come ask you now how tall are you you should simply say they can't measure that high <laughs> that should be the answer that's a good answer that's a badass answer yeah. it don't go that high <laughs> that's what I would say not bad right No, not, not bad, bad. Not it's bad. not bad it's not great <laughs> I, but it's not bad
1: I, I think you're very polite
2: um, let's get to know we like, we love introducing new players to the Indiana faithful and we love getting to know you outside of basketball we're going to get back to basketball and your journey to college basketball will let you to Indiana but let's get into alright so you talked about Superman you're into DC a little bit more than Marvel are you into like Aquaman and the other DC, Wonder Woman that kind of stuff Yeah. but more DC than Marvel
3: yeah more DC than Marvel and
2: why, why is that
3: well, mainly because of Superman, but I mean, it's just if you think about it, DC is just better. Like, if DC and Marvel had to fight, then yeah. DC would win.
2: Let's go through <laughs> the list. So, who's the, who's the most powerful superhero in Marvel? Is it Thor? No, it might be Wanda.
3: Who? Wanda, Wanda, right? So, Wanda, Wanda, Wanda versus Superman. Who or, or um, I think it was like Miss Marvel. Um, uh, Captain yeah. Marvel yeah Captain, Marvel, Captain She's, Marvel
2: but Superman's gonna kick both their asses yeah, right?
3: yeah, yeah. at the end of the day yeah yeah. yeah. But, now
2: Iron Man versus Batman that's a fair fight right both I mean, yeah mortals
1: both, just yeah. normal people souped up with stuff who do you think wins that one
3: I still think of the Batman it's
1: just he's Batman
3: yeah Batman
1: yeah I agree definitely cooler yeah
3: No, you have some Superman tattoos right well, no, I don't have any Superman tattoos, but I have a tattoo that says Invincible. What is so that? It's on my back. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> don't worry, I'm not going to ask take your shirt off. What is your, you have a lot of ink. Yeah. When did the ink
3: start? My senior year. It was like the middle of my uh, high school senior year.
2: And was mom over there okay with the ink starting, or was that a, a mom shaking no, her head? No, she was not okay with the ink. So, did you try to hide the first tattoo from mom? And what was the first tattoo? No, no, no. The first tattoo was
3: the first tattoo was with her permission. So,
2: mom was it with yeah? Confirm. Okay, she, got, she wasn't happy about it, but she gave you permission. Yeah, I got permission. And what yeah. is it of? It's a writer.: And what this is a this whole thing? Yeah, this part Can I read it out loud? Actually, do you know it by heart? I don't know. I don't know by heart. I got it. You have it on your arm and you don't know it by heart?
3: I don't just read it every day.
2: (laughs) All right, open it up. Let me, I'm going to read it. It says, your enemies to those who hate, those who curse you, for those who mistreat you. Oh, love. Sorry, I missed the love. Oh, There's a whole other thing. Hold on. Uh, This is a difficult thing to read. There's a lot (laughs) of ink. It says, love your enemies... Do good to those who hate, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. That's beautiful. Yeah. Now, how did you, wh- where did that quote or that phrase come from?
3: Well, it's just, you also have just like a lot of people in your life that just will like, you know, hate on you and, you know, like don't want to see you succeed. So it's basically just like off that. So you got to just love them either way it go.
2: Did you write that, or did you find that? Like, oh, like I found that. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. How long did that tattoo take to get made? I think it was
3: like two, two and a half hours. And and it started there. It, yeah, it started here. It was this whole thing right
1: here. And and for those only listening, it's a sleeve. It's like a sleeve from the elbow down. Yeah. And then did you did you immediately know like oh yeah I I I like this 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 feels good on my arm, it looks good, I'm in, and then just start getting more and more.
3: Yeah, it's with tattoos, it's like once you get one, you you gonna wanna get it again. Cause like when I had got this done, it was like now the rest of my arm just blank.
2: Right. So, yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so you gotta like fill it in. So
2: well and what I love is that you have this beautiful message and then you started filling it in above it with a lion
3: Oh Well, up here it says humble beast. So, oh, humble uh, beast. Yeah.
1: Is that what you refer to yourself as? Yeah, humble. And then when I get on the court, a beast. Beast mode. So, yeah. And now, do you have uh, a person, an artist you go to, or are these from a variety of folks?
3: It's from different people.
1: Yeah. Because I feel like you really got to trust that person. Is it you get a, a referral or you just go in and you look at the wall and you're like, okay, they know what they're doing.
3: Well, yeah, it's that too. Like you see some of the some of the uh, like pieces that they've did before, and if you know you like what they did, then you can go to them and get yours done. So,
2: do you have your mother's name tattooed anywhere on your body? No, I don't. I, I mean, mom. <laughs> I mean, like I, it, that would have been the move to oh, make her happy. Oh,
1: there was a single tear rolling single down tear. her cheek. That
2: would now. Do you think what are the chances that you would get my name tattooed somewhere on your body? <laughs> Does it depend how this podcast goes?
1: Oh, no. No, it's it, it, it does not. It does not. But in all seriousness, I mean, this yeah. is a pretty
2: good looking. The IU. You know, Tried it. I mean,
1: you want to see how it goes maybe? Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Because if you put an Oregon one on, that wouldn't have been good either. All right. So, all right. Let's get back to you. You like the ink. You like DC. What else are you doing for fun that is not basketball related? What do you do to chill out to have fun?
3: Video games.
2: Hit us with it. What, what do game you play? Are
3: playing? Uh, I normally just play Call of Duty, 2K, Madden. Uh, it's a game called Apex. Um, Don't know Apex. What
2: system are we using?
3: Uh, P5, PlayStation.
2: You're, so Xbox, no good for you.
3: I I was on Xbox before
1: I went to college, and so, then and I switched over.
2: And do they call it, do they call it PS5? Is that what it's called? Yeah, PS5. All right.
1: So what what of those games? Is is your jam? Where if anybody challenges you, you're like, no, I'm gonna take them.
3: I may have to say, I'm have to say Madden. I don't know. I've gotten, I've gotten great at Madden. So. You, got,
1: you got a team. You got a team on there.
3: I use Tampa Bay. But really? With Brady? Yeah, Just with Brady. Word, yeah. yeah, with Brady. Ugh. Yes. And Mike Evans. Yeah. yeah and Mike Evans. But and ne- but next year, I don't know who I'm gonna use. Yeah, Colts.
1: Anthony Richardson. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. Trust me. Are you a
2: football fan?
3: AR five. <laughs> Mm, I, I used to be a football fan And then the Seahawks Kind of just broke up So I just
2: You were a Seahawks guy yeah. okay. What was it about the Seahawks?
3: It was everything You had uh, Marshawn Lynch yes. That was a beast By the way Beast mode Yeah Right? And then <clears throat> You got Metcalf Lockett Just I don't know you I, I really don't know Russell Wilson what it, Russell Wilson? Yeah yeah, yeah. I, yeah Especially on Madden He had the um, He had this like thing where it was like blitz where he could see who blitzing them and then he oh. get out the pocket quick so i
1: would use that but so know. you're looking for a team and you're gonna be in the colts backyard so we can <laughs> talk more about this off air but there's a lot of compelling reasons to be a colts fan
2: he's got a couple hours for you on that mm-hmm. podcast number two what um what team do you use for nba 2k i,
3: I don't really play play now okay. I, I like i got my own character that i made on. oh really game. and is it you He's 6'10", but I mean... Oh, why, why'd
2: you make him so short?
3: I mean, just because on the, on the game, seven-footers are, like, slow um, a little bit. Yeah. And then 6'10", I'm able to move, dribble, shoot it, go dunk it, so...
2: When you play against a guy who's 6'10", are you looking across him going, this guy's too short for me?
3: Uh, Yeah, it's just a little bit more difficult than guarding somebody shorter than that, but, I mean...
2: Yeah. Yeah. Still short. I like that. <laughs> I like that. All right, so video games, we just talked to Anthony Walker who's coming over from uh Miami. Mm-hmm. He's a huge gamer. Have you guys talked at all about gaming? He says he is a Call of Duty pro, but his game has suffered a little because he's focused more on basketball recently. So I haven't
3: I haven't spoken to him about um about video games, but I was just on I was just on a game yesterday with uh, Mackenzie. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Is he good? Yeah, we yeah, we won yesterday.
2: You do so. What, you're together.
3: Yeah, we was on the same team. And that's what game is that? That was that was the Apex game. Oh, the Apex is that like a shooter? Yeah, it's like a shooter. So
2: is that like Fortnite kind of?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it 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 has that battle royale to it. So yeah,
2: and you guys get together. You're on the same team, and then you wipe everybody out. Yeah, pretty much how next season's gonna go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay.
1: Well, and look with Anthony, he didn't even start playing basketball till 15. He was just a gamer, and then at some point, his mom was like, "Get out! You, you need
2: to you need <laughs> yeah. to go. You're, you're six eight. <laughs> get out of the chair and go play. Do something outside." All right. So, uh, food. Let's talk about food. Mm. You're seven foot. Who knows. And that's a lot to fill out. Yeah. You wanna get stronger, you gotta eat. What are your favorite foods? Give me your single favorite food. If you were concocting a meal, your favorite meal, and I could present it to you right now, what would it be?
3: Okay, so are we talking about like are we talking about like categories or was just talking about like just a meal?
2: I'm talking like dinner, like you're gonna have dinner oh, okay. tonight. If you oh. could pick your dinner and dessert. Yeah, dinner and dessert, anything in the world, what would it be? Not trying to, like, gain weight or health-wise, just your favorite food all in one meal. Okay. My favorite
3: food is, like, a seafood boil. Oh,
2: yeah. nice. Yeah, cool. no, that's my favorite food, yeah. So, we got crab in there? Yeah, crab legs, yeah. Lobster? Nah, I don't, I don't too much like lobster. Really? You like the crab more than lobster? Yeah. Shrimp? Yeah, shrimp, of course. Love shrimp. Fish?
3: Fish? Yeah, fish. You know, like it spicy? Oh yeah, you gotta be spicy.
2: A seafood boil—that is good. Put some potatoes in there.
3: Yeah, got the corn. I sometimes throw eggs in there. So oh,
2: yes,
1: yeah. All right. So what's what's for dessert?
3: Hmm. Well, I might just have to go original and get a sweet potato
2: pie. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Does your mom make a sweet potato pie? Yeah. Is hers
1: the best? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she sweet
2: potato pie. Sure. All right. Give me. Hold, you still go on food? Food, yeah. We okay. Got some more food. No, no. no. Oh. Eric loves I to loves talk food. about food. <laughs> so let's go with, um, it's middle of the day. Mm-hmm. It's in between workout and Apex Gaming. And you're just a little, you need a little something, a little snack. My people call it a nosh. You need a little nosh, a snack. What are you just snacking on? Is either
3: the pizza rolls, Slim Gems? Pizza rolls yeah. or Slim Jims?
2: Pizza rolls or Slim Jims? Pepperoni pizza rolls? Uh. It, to Definitely
3: be honest, nice. yeah, that really doesn't really matter to me. Pizza rolls pizza are real rolls. good. Yeah. Pizza oh. rolls are excellent. Well,
1: let, let's, let's go through the, the day. What do you start with? Again, you don't have to go to the gym afterwards. You just want to eat a breakfast that tastes your favorite. What is it?
3: Mm, I just get, like,
1: pancakes, uh,
3: biscuits and gravy. Mm-hmm. Get some bacon on the side. Uh, you like crispy bacon or chewy? it just depends on really just depends on how I feel if I I want like turkey bacon or something then I get that but
2: alright I like that now fast food you gotta grab fast food fast food restaurant drive through where are you going Mm. I might have to stop at Wingstop Wingstop and what sauce are you going with I just get lemon pepper
1: It's a good call yeah. Okay, so you know about Buffalo's right in Bloomington. Yeah, I, I was there. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so that's that's your new wing stop. Um, I want to talk about music because sure. you can't watch a movie or play a video game when you're in the gym or when you're lifting weights. So, what what's what sort of your your workout music? You're playing ball music, and what's your I'm at home playing video games music?
3: I kind of listen to everything, so it's it's not really a like I said, that goes off how I feel, too, with mm-hmm. that. So like, if I'm in the mood to like listen to like, slow music, I just put on like a shuffle of slow music, or if I listen to like, rap music, a shuffle of rap music, I'm not really you know, picky with music that
2: I listen to. Okay, but when you say slow music, look, there's this slow music that, <laughs> well, I listen to, which includes people like Phil Collins, which I bet you don't even know who Phil Collins is, right? Nah, I don't know. That's a shame. I'll send you a playlist later. <laughs> What like when you say slow music? Is that like Alicia Keys that you're listening yeah, to? Yeah, Alicia Keys. Yeah, I like yeah, Alicia I Keys. Like John Legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I use the, the two people that I know. Yeah, but um, that's good. And what about rap? What rap are you? Who's your guy? Do you have a guy? Um, I don't have a like a specific guy, but
3: it's just like rap music in general. Now,
1: will probably. will you listen to like '90s rap music? Oh, you need your notes back? No, you, no keep going. Talk uh, about music. 90s. Wu-Tang? I've heard
3: some songs by them, but like I said, if they're on, then I will listen to it, but I wouldn't put it on myself. Oh,
1: man. Wu-Tang's the best. <laughs> um, well, it's, it's one of these things where we're at the age where you're like, oh, all the music we grew up with. was was the best, but it was so limited for us. We basically, what was on the radio, what was on MTV, because they played music then, and like, what records did our parents have? But you guys, you have it all at the touch of a button, but Mm. most of what you're listening to is is modern from the last few years.
2: Mm. All right, I gotta ask you this important question. You're coming to Indiana. There is a musician that is important to Indiana. His name is John Cougar Mellencamp. First off, have you ever heard of John Cougar Mellencamp? I haven't. It's okay. Has your mom? Mom, have we heard of John Cougar Mellencamp? Mom no. hasn't either. Alright. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> have All you right. heard no. of Bruce Springsteen? Mm-mm. Mom, Bruce Springsteen? No. That's also I okay. know. Billy Joel? Billy Joel, Billy Joel. Billy Joel, mom? Billy Joel. I don't think I don't... say no. I
1: don't say no yeah. A little bit. She's heard of Billy okay. Joel
2: a little bit. John Mellencamp lives in Indiana, grew up in Indiana goes to basketball games, is known for going to basketball games, funded the football practice facility. It's called the John Mellencamp Pavilion. He was the voice of Indiana and the Midwest in the late 70s, 80s, and 90s. Fair? Yeah, 80s.
1: But 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 he was beyond Indiana. He was number one on the charts. So Mm -hmm. he, he, he transcended the Hoosier State.
2: One of his most famous songs is called Jack and Diane. I know you know John Mellencamp. So And of course you know Springsteen. But, I mean, come on. but I'm going to play you a song. I want to get your first impression of this song. This is the anthem for so many Midwestern Indiana folks.
1: It is the unofficial state anthem.
2: He's laughing already. <laughs> He's laughing already. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. We're just going to let it play. We're going to get your first reaction to ever hearing... John Cougar Mellencamp. Long intro. We yeah, did a long intro back <laughs> in the <80s>. eighties. Yeah. <laughs> make you wait for it. Really make you wait for it. Here we go. A about Jack and Diane. And up in the heartland. In the heartland. guitar riff Gotta get to the hook. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to the hook. Hold on. Sucking on chili dogs. He's got his hand between me. Sorry, Mom. Little racy. All right, here we go. Do what I please. Here we go. It's starting no, it's starting to get him. It's starting to get him. Hold on. It's starting to get him. I can tell there was a switch. Alright, hold on. Let's get
1: I mean that's probably good.
2: No, I want to go to the here we go. Listen to these drums. Here we go. Ready?
1: Uh, We lost him again. Oh, no, no, no. No, No. Come on.
2: Okay. So, let's. I was was ready for that to be over. All right. Let's get your first reactions after hearing that. What do you think about that? I like the song. You like that? There you go. Give it a zero to ten. Ten being the best song you ever heard. Zero being um, the worst song you've
3: ever heard. <laughs> Are we ranking that by like categories? We'll rank you know, it. Got- yeah,
2: we'll rank it in white boy music. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Zero to ten white boy music.
3: I mean, I'd say, like a, a six? Oh, all right. I mean, better than. A- I mean, no, because I would listen to it. Like, if I was just, just what. Like if I say I'm in the car, so I'm off. Yeah?
2: Was country music big in North Little Rock?
1: No. No, it, it no. wasn't. Was it mostly hip-hop? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of cultural norms in the Hoosier state, there is a movie uh, above all else. Mm-hmm. It's called Hoosiers. Have you heard of Hoosiers?
3: I, I was literally finna watch that movie a week ago. And what happened? I saw I don't want to say a better movie but I saw a movie that I wanted to watch what did you <laughs> <laughs> no 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 I'm going to go back and watch what it what did it you watch this.
2: instead of Hoosiers this is a real telltale moment here what movie was it you don't even remember
3: uh, movie. I remember what right. movie no cause it's, no I've seen it before but it was the movie that I was already like going in there to watch anyway what
2: so was it, was. it?
1: I'm sorry, I, can't remember what it was. I, I don't think that's important. What I think, is
2: your favorite movie? Wait, 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 no, oh. we
1: we have to stay on Hoosiers. Yeah, this is this is the seminal movie of at least I would say a generation or two after us. Yeah. All the way back, a, a lot of people like greatest sports movie ever. Again, not just inside the state of Indiana, but if you want to get a sense of the history of the sport in the state, because it's about high school basketball. Hopefully, it will move you and inspire you. But if nothing else, if you know who John Mellencamp is and you've seen Hoosiers, you're going to be okay in Bloomington. You're going to be great. They're going to yeah.
2: take care of you. No,
3: no like, that's no, crazy that y'all asked about that, though. Just because, like, I literally, like, seen it, like, on the screen. Like, then I'm talking about it on the. Uh, well, here Hoosier. it
2: is. We're just going to watch Hoosiers but, but. together. <laughs> <laughs> It's great podcast. You guys it's, have two hours. We're just going to watch him watching Hoosiers. First scene. Listen to the music. But
1: just put it on mute and then put it face down, and we'll let it keep playing. <laughs> what is your, no, 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 no. It's synthesizer. It's You're not going to win him over with 80-cent score music.
2: Hoosiers. That's all you need. All right.
1: Um, what is your favorite basketball movie? Ooh. It'll probably be Coach Carter. Okay. Yeah, coach Carter. Did you see the new
3: White Men Can't Jump? Yeah, I just saw it two days ago. What'd you think? Was that the what, movie you watched instead of Hoosiers? No, no,
2: no. no, oh, no. Okay, good.
1: Wait, no, think,
3: no. Yeah, two days ago. Two days it ago. It's pretty good, yeah, right? Yeah.
1: Okay, and another Indiana basketball movie has Indiana ties. Blue chips. Have you ever seen blue chips? Blue chips. chips. Yeah, Shack? I've seen blue chips, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, Coach Knight, the former IU coach legend, and several. Quite a few IU greats from the eighties and nineties were on that team. But did you know Nick Nolte's character was based on Coach Knight? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. A yep. little trivia. Little trivia. Okay. All right. Um I was gonna ask about Hustle. Did you like Hustle? Did you see that one on Netflix? Hustle, yeah, I saw Hustle with, um Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler, yeah. Did I mean did that make? I mean that made me want to go work out and I
2: never liked to work out. Like
1: <laughs> it, it was pretty good like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, all right,
2: what is your favorite movie of all time, period? Probably have to be Man of Steel. Man mm-hmm. of Steel, number Man one. Steel, yeah. Are you sad that they have said he will no longer be Superman in the DC Universe? Yeah, yeah.
3: I, I've seen the, the episodes of Superman and Lois that they've came out yeah. with. But, it's not know. the
2: same yeah, thing. Yeah, it's not the same. I agree. I like the guy who plays Zod.
3: Zod, oh yeah.
2: He's a badass. Yeah, he played a good role in that yeah. movie. Agreed. All right, let's get back to basketball. Oh, yeah. Let's get to high school. You were talking about in 10th grade is when you really realized this is a real deal. You're starting to get recruited. You're starting to get offers. Uh, who was your first offer? Do you remember? And do you remember the moment like where you got your first offer? Uh, my, I got my first offer from uh, Oral Roberts. Okay. Yeah, and I had just got
3: done from working out. And no, 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 no. It was before the workout. Yeah. And did they do it in person? Uh, and it was over the phone. But then I seen him a couple of days later. So.
2: What was that moment like for you to get your first Division One offer? Uh, it was it was exciting
3: because I, to be honest, I never thought it was really gonna happen. So mm. I never I never thought I'd be here. So, really?
2: Yeah. And w- are you like me and Ward? And when someone says, "Hi, I'm from Oral Roberts," you just start laughing after they say the word Oral. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
1: We're not terribly mature, (laughs) despite our ages. Uh, You might have picked up on that. It's
2: a funny name for a school. I mean, the Roberts part is great. (laughs) That's my last name. All Um, right, so Oral Roberts quickly turns into more offers in your 10th grade year. Um, What was your first offer that made you go, holy hell, I am am really at a different level?
3: Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Cause like after Oral Roberts, it was Arkansas, which oh, that's is that's right. Yeah, that's right. And was that Musselman? Uh, was he it the... was who was it? I think it was Williams. He was there. Okay, but now he's at uh Texas Tech now. Got it. it. Got it. Um, yeah, it was Arkansas. And then you know, once other colleges see you get recruited by this college, then they're gone. So yeah, I don't know. It was like what? after Arkansas, they all just started to like just flow in. And,
1: and as they started flowing in, how did you and mom and those around you, what was it like to, to handle that? Because it seems like it could be really fun or it could be pretty stressful having all these people wanting something from you, that being you. Yeah. Uh, starting off, it was it was
3: fun. Well, I mean, it still, it still was. But you know, after a while, it did get kind of stressful a little bit, just you know, without the phone calls, you'll get off the phone with one coach one minute, next minute you'll be back on the phone again, so just answering the same questions over and over again. But you get used to it though, so it becomes easy
1: and and it's at a certain point when it's time to start getting getting a, rid of a lot of the schools, you're not really seriously considering. How did you guys start narrowing it down? Like, okay, these are the schools, this is the criteria. What were you looking for um, when you were like, okay, if I'm going to take this to the next level, I want this.
3: Just a place where I would be able to go and, you know, be myself while playing basketball. And, like, I would have a a relationship with the coaches and, you know, just have a fun time while being a, being able to play the game.
2: Now, is this the time also that, if I read correctly, the assistant coach at Arkansas at the time, I don't remember his full name, Crutchfield, is that? Yeah, yeah he was at That, that yeah. he was at Arkansas, then he moved to Oregon, mm-hmm. right? And you had built a relationship with him being in Arkansas. I would imagine that that was a big deal for Arkansas. They were recruiting you. How does that relationship get built with an assistant coach? Is he calling you like every day? Um, is he checking in on your life? Is he talking to your mom? How, how does that relationship get built?
3: Uh, yeah, kind of like what you said. They call, uh, you know, text me every day, checking on me, you know, seeing if I'm good, you know, just like that. And then over time, their relationship just grows. So.
2: And there was something about him that you you and him connected, right? Yeah. Um, so when he left Arkansas, because he left Arkansas while you were still in high school, mm-hmm. Did that did, did that change things for you? Like would if he had stayed at Arkansas, would you've considered Arkansas more? Okay, so I've always wanted
3: to leave Arkansas. Ah, okay. It's like, it's like when I since I was young, so I never wanted
2: to like just stay in the state.
1: So him leaving
2: Arkansas was kind of a good thing because you had this great relationship with somebody who went elsewhere. Yeah. Got it. Understood.
1: Wait, so before we keep going down that path, We got to talk about your high school career. Yes, because you had a hell of a coach, a hell of a squad, and I mean, I guess sort of when let's your junior year, Mm -hmm. obviously that that was the first state title, right? And so, just kind of take it through when you started to realize not not only are you a special player, but you've got the players around you and the coach, and if you'd like to talk about him and, and his influence on you, that's great too. But when you knew you had a group that could win it all.
3: Uh, well, just, just knowing that actually, you know, with having a point, knowing that you have a point guard that's able to score the ball, you know, get you the ball, having wings, and just having a bench to come in, like, if they're needed to, you know, help the game out. So just just knowing that you have all that and knowing that you have a good team, that that'll take you far. To, of course, the state championship. So, yeah. so
2: give us your favorite memory from that junior year. Do you have one moment or one game that sticks out in your head from your first state championship? And it doesn't have to be from the championship game. Just anything along that year. Hmm. Along, uh, I don't know. Who was your big rival at North Little Rock? Uh,
3: Little Rock. Central
2: And so how many times Did you play them That year
3: Played them Twice And then We were in, uh, My junior year We played them twice And then we played them The third
2: time In the championship yeah. You played Your rival In the state championship Yeah Oh my god That must have been Unbelievable Yeah it was. Uh, that was a Fun time Did you beat
1: them All three times You played them That
2: year
3: No that was the thing. We lost to them twice, oh, wow. and then we beat them in the third. That is unbelievable. Yeah. What
1: what got you guys over the top? What
3: was the difference when it all mattered? I don't know. It's, it's hard to beat a team three times in a row. <laughs>
2: yeah, it is. Do you remember how you did in that game?
3: Uh, I think I did. I think I had 19. Nice. Yeah, I think it was 19, and I don't remember how many boards I had, but
2: yeah. Probably a lot <laughs> would be my guess. Yeah. What is your favorite thing to do on the basketball court? What is the thing that, like, when it happens, you're just filled with joy? Is it a pass, a block, a dunk? Like, what is the play that really gets you going the most? Just whenever I'm able to
3: dunk on somebody.
2: (laughs) On somebody. One-handed? Two-handed?
3: You don't care. It doesn't really matter. The the ones I feel like that get me, you know, more excited is the putbacks. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah,
2: Yeah, that's a good one. A put-back and one is even better. If you get those, the crowd goes crazy for that. But what about a three? Because, look, we haven't talked about this, but one of the most incredible things about you is you literally, in baseball, they call it a five-tool player. Mm -hmm. You know, a guy that can do it all. Hit, hit for power, field, run, do everything. You're for lack of a better description, a five tool basketball player. You can do it all. You can shoot, you can play in the post, you can run, you can put back, you can block. Um obviously some of that is your height that that allows for some of that, but you obviously had to cultivate being a having guard-like skills while also being able to go down low. When did that start for you? How how did that happen for you? Mm.
3: Well, like I said since like when I was younger like I've I, I was always a little bit taller than everybody else mm-hmm. so it wasn't just like a point where I just had to stand the post I've always been shooting the ball since I was little you know shooting threes mid-range and face up shot it was never just a always back to the basket so I've always been working on my shot what's your favorite three my favorite three yeah
1: probably would be a step back I like I like the step backs yeah
2: I'm unable
1: to do those. It would be a long podcast for us to list everything (laughs) we couldn't do. do. Let's, um, I think, important to the narrative uh, of you arriving in Bloomington, maybe an an important thing to talk about is is a conversation I heard you had with your coach, Coach Rice, Mm -hmm. after that junior year championship about, you know, what, what it was going to take for you coming in as a senior and the next year. And obviously Nick Smith, that's when he came in. Right. Mm -hmm. Of like what, I I guess not only the conversation of like moving forward, think about this, but, but just speak a little bit to him as a, as a mentor, as a coach, what he did mean for you, not only as, as a, a success in high school, but even, even with your game going on to this day, what did you learn from him?
3: Uh well it was just <clears throat> we well, yeah, like you said, after the game with me coming in as a as a senior, I knew I was gonna have to play a big role as being like a um a leader, basically, just for it like if we wanted to like, you know, do big things, make a fart, which we did, state championship. So But uh Coach Rice was my head coach, was what was the head coach since well a long time actually, I don't even know. But when I was in ninth grade I used to come up and um I used to come up and just like, you know, practice with the older guys. So I would just come up, practice with them, you know, talk to Coach Rice and then tenth <clears throat> wait, no, was it ninth grade? Yeah, yeah, ninth grade. And then tenth grade, I would come up, play, and then I was on JV. I was on J V but I was still Coach Rice would still come and watch the games and stuff like that. So I
2: don't know. It was- been with Coach Rice a long time. <laughs> so then, what's sweeter? Your senior year, you're going out. You go out on top. You win the championship. You have a dominant season. Yeah. Better to win it the first time or repeat the second time. What's what's sweeter? Hmm. I feel like the first time.
3: Yeah. Yeah, just cause like the first time is like you never thought it would happen, and then the second time it's like you you've been here before, so it's, you know what to do and you know what to expect. So.
2: Was it a little easier for you the second time because of that? You you didn't have like the same nerves and and like just dealing with the pressure. You kind of knew what was coming. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. You kind of know what's coming. And plus, I had some great teammates. I had you know Nick Smith, Corey yeah. Washington. Uh, yeah, it was with us three, and then
1: we had you know the other players on the team. We were just able to bring it home. I guess. I mean, with you and Nick, that's a pretty good college team. Yeah. <laughs> um, you had to feel pretty confident going up against other high school guys. Along, uh, the in between the high school seasons, what was going on with AAU? When did you start getting into that, and how important was AAU for your development going up against other top players across the region, across the country?
3: AAU played a, uh, a big part of my life just because, well, my coach – he uh well, my my AAU coach is my cousin and I was playing with him since I was in 3rd grade so doing that he was hard on me every right every, every every uh summer so I feel like that's what helped uh build me to where I am now tough love yeah a, so, lot, a lot of tough love
2: a lot of tough love <laughs> so you <clears throat> Coach uh, Crutchfield goes to Oregon. You commit to Oregon. Mm -hmm. You you said you were looking to get out of Arkansas. Well, you went to about the furthest place you could go. Um, I read that you talked about just how you loved the feel of the campus. It felt laid back, things like that, which I've heard great things about the Oregon campus from people on the West Coast that that have been there. Um, And we're not going to get into the the season and and everything that happened during the season, uh, except to say... I mean it did start really well for you, right? I mean it, it you're playing over 25 minutes, I think in in 9 of the first 14 games you play over 20 minutes, you're putting up double-digit points, you're getting nine rebounds in games, you're getting multiple blocks. It it seems to be going well, and then obviously there there is a downturn at some point where the minutes get restricted. And I'm not I don't want to talk about any specifics, but just from you as a on a human level, your basketball trajectory from the time you were probably in like 3rd grade is straight up right till you're winning state championships you're mcdonald's high school all-american it's unbelievable the the events and the opportunities you got and for the first time in your life you're running into adversity i I would think from a basketball standpoint how and you're thousand miles away from home (laughs) right and your coach that you built this great relationship with is no longer there Mm -hmm. he's now left to take a head coaching job somewhere else just on a human level, how did you deal with running into that adversity? Who did you lean on, and how did you get through it emotionally?
3: Uh, it was definitely a mental thing, but you know, I know I always had my mom in my corner. So there she is. Yeah,
2: no. mom. I actually, can we get mom over here for this part? Mom, I am curious if you don't mind. Can I ask your mom yeah. a question here? Mom, I am curious for you. That's your boy. Can you hear us, Tamika? Okay. Um, I've got three kids. Ward's got two kids. If my kid comes home and tells me they got bullied by some jerk, if I, I want to go rip the person's head off. And, and it, it really bothers me. And I get emotional about it. How hard was it for you to see that your son was going through this adversity and you were so far away?
0: Well, I'm going to say I didn't didn't just see it but I also felt it you know I tell them all the time that you know I can feel their pain I can feel what they're going through mentally in my heart like and I can I can text him and say, are you okay or whatever And he'd be like well you know then he'll just get to spill because I feel it but it, it is hard it was very hard to know that I couldn't just drive down the street or i couldn't just send an email like i could when he was in school because anytime he called me mama is there and i'm there <laughs> it did not matter i'm taking off of work and i'm a teacher you know so i would leave and leave my job and go over there to the school if i needed to handle the situation like then because you know some certain things don't need to wait but at this point also
2: god let me know that this is something that he had to go through
0: he had to go through this right here because, you know, when you go through things, it, it ends up making you a better person, especially once you get through them. Yes. You don't let it stop you. you got to climb over it so that you can get higher to the next level.
2: I love that. Tamika, so, Tamika, what do you teach?
0: I teach at the alternative school. So um, I, I'm the art teacher and the health teacher.
2: Not, how long so, have you been a teacher? Uh,
0: it's with Jasmine ten living I want to say right I'm not I'm going on my 11th year
2: wow god bless you my my ex-wife who's still close with was an eighth grade English teacher what's wrong man I mean there's ex-wives around what do you want from me it was probably my fault you've been with me for an hour you can understand why she didn't want to stay with me um, but she was a teacher look Tamika gets it and she's watching on zoom um, God bless you for being a teacher. That's a, an incredible profession, and, and we need people like you that care that much. Um, I, I hear you about feeling your, your child's pain. That is a really difficult thing. But like you said, sometimes you need to go through that adversity to come out on the other side better. And he's definitely in a better place right now, and we're going to talk about that right now. So I'm going to go back and put you back in, the, uh, in your perch over there okay all right thanks Tamika so
1: Khalil going through that I mean what what do you feel like you you learn I think we can all relate freshman year of college and you're going through it um how do you feel like you're you're bigger faster stronger more mature now for having gone through that adversity
3: I feel like with me going through that I grew up faster mentally you know just having to like not let any of that bother me, you know, still get through the season and just, you know, still play the game that, you know, that I love to play. So.
1: You find solace getting back out on
3: the
2: court? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm going to ask you some uncomfortable questions, <laughs> but but I think it's important for you to be able to weigh in on some of this stuff. There, When you uh, went into the portal, mm-hmm. there were – some people online that would say some some uh, negative things about you, right? Okay. Uh, haters. And by the way, I'm thinking about this stuff on your arm, right? It's pretty apropos to this. So let's go through some of the things. I also think some of them are funny, to be honest with you, because you're out here 3,000 miles away from home where you don't know anybody, living in... which is not proper Los Angeles, where all you're doing all day long is playing basketball and preparing for basketball. So it kind of refutes this first one. But one of the big ones was he just doesn't put forth the effort. He doesn't care to put forth the effort. He doesn't always bring it. What do you say to that?
3: I mean, all I can do is just just put me in a situation and I I can show you different. So,
1: yeah. And, and, Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't that part of, of what changed for you between your junior and senior year in high school? It's not like a recent thing, but that you you really started to expand your game in the summer, just mm-hmm. putting
2: in the work by yourself.
1: Yeah. That's who you are.
2: And what do you say to people that say, like, we're not sure about his motor. We don't know about his motor. What do you say to that?
3: Just tune in at you. Mm-hmm. I like
2: that. You're much more of an action speak louder than words yeah. guy, right? Um, I will say also, you know, this isn't what people have said, but... that, And I think you've said this, that you're a relatively shy guy. You're not somebody who's got a giant personality who would ask for two idiots to come to your hotel room and interview you, for example. But, I mean... It's been fun talking to you. I've enjoyed this. Are you enjoying this at all? Yeah, yeah. You're not counting down the time for this to end?
3: Oh no, I'm having fun right now.
2: Okay, good. Oh, yeah. Right now. You qualify. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right there's now. a ticking clock. <laughs> Do you take your experience from last year? I mean, you said like just tune in next year. Do you think it gives you a chip on your shoulder that maybe you wouldn't have had otherwise to prove the naysayers wrong? Do you I mean I think back did you watch the Michael Jordan documentary? Yeah. I mean, Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. Would you agree with that? Yeah, Okay, good. I'm glad we didn't get into an argument there about that. But there's also never been a more petty basketball player mm-hmm. than Michael Jordan. Everything bothered him. And he used every little thing to drive him, right? He, even though he was the best, he needed those things to drive him. Do you find some of what the experience that you had a year ago and what some naysayers may put out there, does that fuel you?
3: Yeah, of course. Yeah, just, like, sometimes I can sit back and read it just to, like, you know, see what
1: people got to say,
3: even though I shouldn't. But Yeah, you really shouldn't.
2: Yeah. It's toxic. Unless you no, use but, it for
1: good. But there's, like, Shaq Leonard from the Colts. You know, he's gone through some injuries. Yeah. I mean, can you believe
2: this? He brings it back to the Colts. This is.
1: I mean, I'm just slowly working it in. If you wouldn't call me out, I'd have him <laughs> He was on.
2: laughing before I could say anything.
1: <laughs> but it's he writes what people put on Twitter about him on his mm. shoes before he goes out and, and becomes an all-pro. I mean, you said you shouldn't be online. Is that something you try to regulate with yourself? Do you try to not get into that toxic cesspool of of Twitter, Instagram too often?
3: Sometimes I think it's funny. You know, so I don't really, you know, just take it to heart like you know much but I just like read it and laugh at it and like look what they got to say now see
1: because when Eric gets onto Twitter with our haters and believe me they're out there I have to talk him down from the face I go nuts (laughs) I go
2: right back at him I need that in my life (laughs) I it's it's fuel for me well
3: see I can't I can't uh you know you know like I can't go back and
2: forth with him but here's what you could do somebody says some shit that you don't like text me and say, hey, I'm calling in the backup, and I'll go crazy at them. I'll make them cry. I'll make them Twitter cry. Yeah. I mean, no,
3: sometimes I don't even got to say anything. Like, i read it one minute, and then, like, literally, like, probably, like, an hour later, IU fans just be torching them.
2: So, yes, exactly. Yeah. Love Have that. You, you felt that from us? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Sorry. So, now, let's get into the decision. You enter the transfer portal. It goes pretty quick, the whole um, process. And Am I right that you did not visit anywhere else besides Indiana, or was there another visit? I believe it was only IU. Okay, so how did Indiana come into your life? When was the first you heard that Indiana was interested? And I believe it was Coach Yad that was leading the, Mm -hmm. the recruitment. What was the first conversation like?
3: Uh, well, the first conversation was quick, you know, it was just seeing about interest in Indiana. But I was actually on a flight. Well, I was on, I was uh, like, on my, I forgot what it's called. Well, I was to get ready and board my connecting flight. I was leaving from Oregon. And then Coach Yaw had called me and he was like, uh, you know, in, introducing himself, you know, saying what Indiana has to offer and just like what they have, fan base, all of that. And so he just asked me about interest and I was like, yes, sir.
2: But you had, did you know anything about Indiana before then? I mean, Arkansas isn't too far from Indiana, so maybe you had heard of Indiana when you were growing up, but we weren't all that good when you were growing up either. Nah.
3: I'm, well, I knew a little bit just coming up this year because I was watching... Whenever, like, Indiana game would come on, I would watch because of uh, Fina. So Yeah, yeah.
2: so, so Jalen was a big part of your um, knowledge base on Indiana. Yeah. Great. And he told us that, like, when we talked to him recently which is why I'm surprised he didn't talk about us when he told you in the end. But uh, that, uh, he said, like, you guys kept in touch all year because you were both highly ranked players. Mm. You played in some tournaments and, and showcases together. That you guys always stayed in touch. You were friends the whole time. Yeah. So he said that he did reach out to you when you went into the portal. Do you yeah. remember that conversation? It was it wasn't like a long conversation but it was like just a yo what's up <laughs> <laughs> Is that like code for yo what's up means hey consider Indiana Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And what, what was your?
1: go ahead Warden. Well just thinking about from the the fans perspective which we do represent because we don't know really much about basketball we're just average fans now IU fans we do know more than most for sure but compared to people who live it breathe it no Um, we're like oh we're losing Trace Jackson Davis what are we how could we possibly ever replace him ooh somebody even taller who was ranked (laughs) even higher coming out of (laughs) high school Um, talk a little bit about like maybe how one knowing that Trace wasn't going to be there anymore, mm-hmm. obviously. And there's there is a big man position to be filled. But but did you did you sort of track how Ch- uh, Trace's season went, and really even how his development went under Coach Woodson? And was that part of the calculus of like, oh well, here he took another big who uh, was already really good and took him to the next level? Is that that part of what you're thinking about?
3: Uh, yeah, I was just listening to them say that on the visit when I had went. But even though, like, like I said, I was watching the games, um, and I was watching Fino, Of course, I, I'm gonna see Trace because the game's going on. So I was just watching how they play with Trace. You know, they gave him the ball, played through him. So and then I knew he was leaving. So that played a part too. All
2: right, so Yaz taking the reins on the leading the the recruitment from Indiana side. Do you get on the phone with Coach Woodson before you choose to come visit? Or was there a Zoom or anything like that? Uh, no, I had I talked to uh, Woodson before you did? the visit. And what yeah. was your first impression of Coach Woody? Uh, he's a funny guy. Yeah, you
3: know, yeah, he's a funny guy. Yeah. So, yeah, it was good getting to talk to him before I went on that visit, and you know, seeing him in person. So.
2: All right. So then you fly to Bloomington, Indiana, for the visit. Mm-hmm. Could you? Because you said you're on social media, you set the Indiana Nation on fire when okay. you decided to come visit. We were losing, this is a technical term, <laughs> our shit. We were just losing it everywhere. Yeah. People were so excited that you were even visiting. Did you feel that before you even got there? And when you got there, did it hit you
3: immediately? You no. Know, when I got there, well, so originally nobody knew I was coming. And then right. it, somehow it got out. Yeah. But we're good at finding that kind of stuff out. <laughs> we
2: live for that. Yeah. yeah. We got <laughs>
3: spies everywhere. <laughs> And uh, so it originally like it eventually got out, and then like later that night when I had landed, I saw it on uh, like Twitter and stuff. Killer Love in Bloomington on the visit, and then just yeah, my phone was just blowing up the whole trip. The whole time I was time I've done. It.
1: Now uh, it is it is a bright spotlight in Bloomington, mm-hmm. and obviously, if you didn't know it before, by the time you got there, you're like, oh, this place is all about it. Yeah. Are you is is that was that part of the enticement or is that something like, well, I can deal with that? Um, or or do you like the idea that like all eyes are going to be on you?
3: I, I kind of like that idea just because like in high school, I was well, mainly the man at North Rock. So, you know, I kind of like that idea of just especially like with the fan base, knowing that fans is going to be there at every game, you know, support and crowd uh, going to be loud. So uh, I'm
1: waiting for that yeah I don't know how they do it in Oregon, but it ain't like they do it in bloomington you're going to have seventeen thousand people just screaming their brains out for
2: you. half of them will be saying your name wrong, but there's but the it's the spirit that counts but the other half listen to this podcast yeah, and exactly. they'll know they'll know so you get to Indiana and look on social media, hmm. people were saying like there were people at the dinner that you were at at Malibu fans that were like. Walking by like i got to go to the bathroom 15 times to hear what's going on. And then posting online. They're, they're all happy. He's yeah. coming to Indiana. He's coming to He's made his decision. And then there was like, no, nah, he hasn't made his decision. So just end it for us. When did you make the decision that you were coming to Indiana? And when did you tell the coaches that you were coming to Indiana? <laughs> Be honest. Come on. It's all behind us now.
3: No, it was when I was trying on New Jersey.
2: <laughs> it was, whoa, it was before the dinner?
3: Yeah. Wow. It so was, what
2: was it What
1: was it about that moment?
3: I don't know. Really, it was just everything. I, I put the jersey on. It just felt like where I needed to be. So, <gasps> yeah.
2: I want to hug him. That's but beautiful. that'd be weird, right? If I just started hugging you now, it'd be weird. We well, never well, have to deal with this on most of our podcast <laughs> interviews because Zoom. But now I just want to hug the guy. Well, and,
1: and I'm assuming before those, you put it on and the picture would take it. Can you tell us about walking into Assembly Hall for the first time? Because it's such a sacred place to us. What did that feel like for the first time walking in there? You
3: know, I could, I could feel the energy already. So it was just... Yeah, that's why I said I'm right now. I'm just I'm excited to just get there and play the first game. Yeah.
2: Wow, putting on the jersey. So you did that the photo shoot, and then you went out to dinner that night. There it is. There it is. Wait, and wait, it was it a celebration, basically, <laughs> right? When you so wait. So you're putting on the jersey. You got to put me in the moment. Put me in the room. You're putting on the jersey. It's at, is it an assembly hall or cook hall that you're doing that? We were
3: in the locker room. I believe at this was an assembly. Yeah, okay, you were in
2: the locker room, you're putting that on. All the coaches are there?
3: Well, they were, I went into a separate room. And then, so uh, I went to go get changed. And then I had, I went out there, I told my mom and them to come in the room first.
2: So you bring Tamika in the room. Yeah. And who else is with you? Is it just Tamika? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, Do no, no.
3: It was, my, it was my mom and my stepdad. Yeah. Oh, okay. He, even, if stepdad. even if
1: you get it. So you're putting on the jersey by yourself in the mm-hmm. locker room. And that's. When it hits, and and so you decide to bring in the family to let them know what you now know.
3: Yeah, and then that's when I had went back out there. I told Richie to come in.
2: So you told Richie to come in. You make you tell him, mm-hmm. um, and then you bring in the coaches. Yeah. And what do you say? Like what? Boy, you, well, actually, I brought in Coach Ya. Just ya by, yeah, by himself, not, and yeah. you said what to Coach Ya?
3: Uh, so I'm ready. Like, I'm this is where I want to be. So.
2: And what does he do? Does he hug you? Yeah. Yes, yeah, he hugged out. you. Yeah. And was there just everybody cheering?
3: Yeah, everybody was, you know, shaking me up. Welcome to the family, all that, so.
2: Oh, my God, what an incredible moment. I mean, look, here's the thing. Transferring is great because you get it twice, right? This is, like, usually a once-in-a-lifetime moment, but you got it twice. All right, so you you tell everybody people have got to be just ecstatic, mm-hmm. and then you go to Malibu Grill. You should have gone to Little Zagreb's, but that's okay. And you celebrate. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, actually, oh. nobody, Coach Woodson didn't know yet.
2: Coach, yeah, I didn't tell Coach Woodson right away? No, not at the dinner. <laughs> oh, my God. That must have been killing him. So then did, did he let you tell Coach Woodson? Yeah, yeah,
3: we told him the next day.
1: What was his reaction when you got to tell him?
3: He was like, you got to be ready to work. So, Wow. Yeah. How
2: would you like that reaction?
3: Yeah, I know it's all serious. It's a serious situation now, so it's business. got to
1: come in here.
2: Phenomenal.
1: Well, well, let's get to your conversations and time with Coach Woodson. What was it about him as a person and what he told you about how you would fit in Bloomington that led to that decision?
3: Uh, Like you said, Trace leaving. So basically, I'm going to come in and, you know, replace that spot and just... Just with him uh, having a history of being in the NBA and, you know, playing, you know, college ball, playing in the NBA as well, coaching, just uh, he got the mindset of all of that. So I just want to be able to soak that in from him and, you know, hear what he got to say and become better.
2: Has your social media world blown up since? Yeah. To Indiana? Yeah, <laughs> That's good, right? Yeah. That's great. Um, you are one of us now, which means we got you forever. And and that's good, and and also really bad for you, because (laughs) you can't ever leave us. Um, I know we're not going to talk about the specifics of Oregon. Great. But i got to ask one Oregon question, Mm -hmm. and it's the question everybody wants to know. How do you play on that (laughs) diarrhea court? Seriously. It gives
1: me a migraine just thinking about it. It
2: looks like they just had diarrhea all over the court. (laughs) That's what it looks like. Does it not bother the players to play on that court? Uh, yeah. No comment.
3: It, it, it looks better in person. Does it really? This is TV. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> they say they say in in like what we do for our TV producers and, and performers. They say the television camera adds ten pounds. That's why everybody looks a little heavier. So you're saying the television, in this case, adds more diarrhea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, I, I just when you uh,
1: – I'm wondering when you were talking with, whether it be some of the current guys on the mm-hmm. team. Yeah, I guess let's go to that. It, who who did you spend some time with when you were there? And that had to be a part of the equation, too, of like, do you just kind of have to feel like you can vibe with guys? Yeah. I
3: mean, we uh, on my visit, when I had – after that dinner, we went back to um, Malik's and Fino and Caleb's spot. and So we were just chilling there, so –
2: those are good guys. Yeah, really good guys. You obviously knew Fino. Did you know Malik at all beforehand?
3: Uh, I knew like of Malik and a little bit like a little bit more, but I didn't really know that much about him. But so. and Caleb's funny, isn't it?
1: Isn't yeah. he? Yeah, we've heard he's like sneaky funny.
2: Yeah, uh, it's funny because you and Caleb seem like you have similar personalities. In that, like, great personalities, but you got to get to know you a little bit, and yeah. not the loudest personality, but really good guy, great family. Mm-hmm. Very similar. I think Caleb's mom is a teacher, too, right?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. because he did his uh, – From the classroom. Yeah, he was in, like, a classroom that they closed Yeah, well, we and... did
2: his podcast. His mom put him in, like, one of her classrooms to, to do it. So, uh, Fino, have you gotten to know Xavier, who is, you know, the leading – he's the point guard, he's the leader on the court, and he really is a leader on this team. Have you gotten to know him a little bit?
3: Yeah, we've, uh, we've been going back and forth uh, on the Lakers and Nuggets game.
2: Oh, so. is, he, is he a Nuggets guy? No, no, he's Lakers. Oh. He's Lakers guy. And
3: you're a Nuggets guy? Well, I'm not really a Nuggets guy. I just want to go against him.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're winning. Yeah. You're winning. By the well, time this airs tomorrow, it's probably going to be over. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, and it was obviously not great for Hoosier Nation what X had to go through last yeah. season. If we'd had him and Fino out there, I th- it would have been a very different season. But it is such a blessing for this year's upcoming squad. What has what he sort of told you about what to be ready for? as an Indiana Hoosier playing for Coach Woodson?
3: Just ready to play hard, and just from him, he, he, he said he know how to get the ball to me, so that's what I'm looking for.
2: I can't wait for the alley-oops. I just <laughs> cannot wait. They're going to be so nice. Uh, you're planning on being in Bloomington, I think right before June 5th, is that correct? Mm-hmm. And be there for the summer workouts?
3: Uh, I'm going to be there for until June 10th. Because oh, right. then, then yep, you mean, have an
2: amazing opportunity coming yeah,
3: up. To go play for USA again.
2: So you're going to go to Colorado Springs? Is that where it is? Mm-hmm. You're going to uh, be part of the tryouts for Team USA. Are How excited? Do you get nervous for any of these? You've been in so many of these. Yeah, because
1: you did this last year, mm-hmm. right?
2: Do, and Jordan Brand and McDonald's High School All-American. And you played at Oregon in the Pac-12, big games. Do you ever get nervous at all?
3: Nah, not not really not anymore i used to but now it's just like i don't know it's kind of just like but you're doing it with the people that you know right so it's not like you just in there with randoms and you don't know what you're doing so i don't know i don't i don't really get nervous before games anymore
2: do you have any pregame rituals ah. pre-game meal do you do the same pre-game meal any superstitions
3: Nah, anything, I anything before a game
2: You're just so cool and laid back What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> What's it like to be this cool? <laughs> I mean, like nothing seems to bother you You're just like a really cool laid back guy Yeah, I mean Who goes into beast mode on the humble beast
3: I mean, yeah I mean, that's because if you let things bother you Then that's just like mess up your, your stress And make you stress So you got to keep your mental good Why do you think he doesn't have any hair
2: anymore? Yeah. (laughs) Everything bothers me, and it all comes out of my pores. Um, Have you glanced at, like, the schedule? We're playing Kansas at Mm -hmm. home. We're playing Auburn in Atlanta. There's a good chance we're going to play UConn Mm -hmm. or Texas in Madison Square Garden. How excited are you for those opportunities to be on the biggest stages of college basketball?
3: Um, I'm actually a lot excited just because now I get to get a rematch against UConn. Yes.
2: We can't thank you enough for letting us come and bother you for as long as we have. We were so excited to meet you face-to-face. I mean it when I say you're one of us now, and we got you forever. And we're so excited that whatever your path has been, it led to Bloomington, because you are in the right place to continue your path, Mm -hmm. and we know there's huge things ahead of you. You've got an entire nation of people that are going to have your back on the basketball court and off the basketball court. And when your are playing days about, I don't know, 20 years from now are done, you're going to have a bunch of people who got your back then too. Because once a Hoosier, always a Hoosier. So welcome to the Hoosier family. It's an honor to meet you. We can't wait to root like hell for you. And yes, we are as ridiculous and insane as we appear. But we are simply that way because we love Indiana that much. Thanks so much, Khalil. And I think I had it right there, Khalil. Kel-El yeah Kell. I say it different every time, don't I? Do you have a nickname?
3: It's Lil Lil? Lil? Yeah, it's just the last two letters Lil Lil
2: Lil Lil. Not Lil No, just Lil Lil, just Lil Yeah, just Lil (laughs) You're even struggling with less letters (laughs) You know how cool it is to have an apostrophe in your name?
3: I don't really use it You don't write it? No, I write it But I mean, whenever I'm texting, I don't I'm not You
2: don't When you write your name in in text, you'll just put K-E-L-E-L? Yeah I think that's disrespectful to your mom. <laughs> mom, I think it's disrespectful to oh, you. Oh, mom agrees. Yeah, mom you got to put the apostrophe in. She named you after Superman, for the love of God. <laughs> yeah. Put the apostrophe in.
3: I mean, I do it whenever I'm writing, but I mean, just texting, exactly. I just K-E-L-E-L. It's, it's quicker that way. Are you an emoji
2: guy when you text? You use emojis? No, nah, not really. Okay, good. Don't use emojis. Nah. I don't like emojis.
1: I've got one last question. How much do you hate Purdue? Now I hate him a lot. Yeah.
2: You. That was a guest. That was a guest. Well, we are back in our humble abode. Not our humble it, abode. It's, it's yours. It's my humble abode. Uh we did not do our typical outro because we were in the room with him. It would have been weird to start talking about him while he was still there. But you said it right after we met with him. He just seems like such a good, sweet guy. Yeah. Like off the court. Yeah, yeah. And the humble beast, right? The and that, humble beast. And
1: uh, all kudos to Coach Woodson and, and Coach Ya and Kenya and everybody who's bringing these kids in that you're just like, I am proud that you are an Indiana Hoosier regardless of basketball. I think it's awesome that you're, seven something seven foot plus we know that
2: for sure it don't go that high
1: it don't go that high um and that yeah i want to see you ripping some heads off out on the court but that you know you're if if you were my kid if my kids turn out to be the kind of just decent good good humored um young person that you are i would be proud of that
2: yeah i mean look we made things awkward at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say mostly me. I do that more than you. It's, You're better at that. But it's it's entertaining. And and he handled it very well. He was very classy. <laughs> he answered all the questions. He was engaged. Um look, I I also want to say, and we knew this going in, there's been a lot written about him that he's an introvert, that he's painfully shy. That's the quote. Painfully um, shy. And there is definitely part of that with him. You can tell he's not a gregarious personality. Um, maybe he's different in a locker room with his teammates because right. we're two middle-aged idiots yeah, that he yeah. just met. Now we're like talking about hugging him within seconds of meeting him. Not we. Yeah. You Me, and making oral jokes.
1: Yeah, that 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 was the low point. It was the fact that his mom was listening at that point, is where I
2: thought it got a little awkward. That was the low point. That was the low point. I'm not. I'm not proud of that one. They can't all be gold. (laughs) I always say there's a line, but the only way to know where the line is is to cross it and then be like, "Oops, I crossed it," and come back, then cross it a couple more times. (laughs) But I was. um, We knew that he was a shy kid going in, and. I think he enjoyed himself and I know we enjoyed it and he was really good-natured and engaged with it and and I think got rolling a little bit as it went on and I I I loved him having the opportunity to show a little bit of his personality.
1: Yeah and and you know it's different from being like withdrawn and not engaged. He was engaged, he was listening and for those of you who are only listening smiling like he did have a good time and I think that's one where Again, if we are the representatives of the Crazy Hoosier fan base, he is gonna to have to deal with people like us when he's walking around Bloomington and he and he clearly is up for that and enjoys enjoys being a part of something that inspires this much fanaticism. But it, you don't you don't have to ramble on as long as you and I do to to be a person who's engaged. He
2: was he was present the entire time. So Yes, that's it. The moment that stuck out more than anything. We both, we both know what that moment is. Do you want to say it at the same time? Yes. One, two, three. I, I knew it when I put on the jersey. <laughs> I mean, as an Indiana fan, how special was that to him? Having him walk through the moment that he knew this is where I'm supposed to be. And it was when he slipped on the jersey that means so much to all of us. That, I mean, that's it. Like, that's everything.
1: By himself in the locker room. That's, that's, it's magic, right? Like, that's, that's, it couldn't be scripted better than that. It was like, of all the times we've asked that question or the approximate thereof, that is the best answer I've ever.
2: Yeah, I I just absolutely loved it. It shows that, Look, with NIL, and we may have an NIL announcement related to Mr. Ware at a date yet to be determined, but maybe very, very soon. What? But with NIL, with planning for the NBA, which by the way, I mean, that's why he's out here right now. Yes. Is to up his skill level, of course, for Indiana, but to train with guys going to the NBA. Uh, iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. With that, with with having to manage all of that, There is still the opportunity to look at a huge mosquito. Is that a mosquito? It's
1: like, these are much more common after all the rains. But yeah, they're kind of like a super
2: mosquito. I don't know how much they bite, though. That looks like it could kill you. Um, With all of that, you put a kid who loves basketball into a magical place like Assembly Hall, and he puts on the jersey, and it still gets him. It, there's still room for that moment and that emotion in the world of business and everything else he has to manage. And that I love. I just love that that emotion can still come through.
1: And look, we intentionally didn't go in there and shit all over Oregon, which I'm sure was your instinct like mine. We didn't want to put him in
2: that situation. I'll literally talk about shit on the court. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, which I never thought the cut, like I, I thought it was more of a, a puke situation. Oh, than a
2: but um brown, it's brown. So I go there Brown? I it's think brown it, trees, right?
1: Oh, I guess just because they're green, I think of it as like green splotches.
2: I think it's, there's green, but then I think it's
1: a forest. Oh, I almost think like I'm looking at Minecraft. Okay. It's awful. It's, it, it
2: it it so fucks up your head when you look at it. You don't know what you're looking at.
1: Yeah, and and I don't look at it for very long. But the point being is, you want to get the best out of the player you want to elevate them to a whole nother level it's not going to happen in that building on that court and that he already you know has felt the magic and presence uh just stepping into an uh, empty assembly hall but he slips on that jersey and he's playing in front of seventy thousand plus crazies like us i have no doubt we will see the best form of khalil wear that the world has seen
2: today i also want to say this i give him a lot of credit Because there were some things said about him in the public that he never responded to. And now he's out of that situation. And he could have taken this opportunity to do that and to kind of get one back. That's not what he's about. And when we talk to him about the things that have been said about him negative, about the motor, about his effort, he's not a guy who wants to fight that verbally, just I'll show it to you. It's his
1: tattoo. It's on his arm. It's just like he he's above that he takes the high road. And yeah, it sounds like he uses a little bit of of it for fuel. He uses uh, a little bit of his, his sense of humor to deal with that. Yeah. But I think it's an encouraging sign for him. And really anybody of that generation to to still be in the social media world. But it, it didn't sound like it was something that was really eating him up and keeping him up at night.
2: No, he said he looked at some of the stuff and sometimes it makes him laugh. Yeah, which yeah. Which I like that. If that's your attitude, great. Yeah. Some kids, that is not the attitude. Some kids, it really does debilitate you. Look, Xavier Johnson told us that it does bother him and he's had to shut it off from time to time. You know, I've, I've had to tell you that. It does bother me at times. Uh, but just I loved talking to him. Loved meeting his family a little bit. His mom seemed great. Loved that she's a teacher. (laughs) I think that's awesome. So, so happy to have him and so happy to be able to talk to him and so happy to make an NIL announcement maybe related to him in the very near future. What? So, as always, let's do another one next week where we might have an equally, maybe not big in stature guest, but equally big guest. In height, In height, In In, in excitement, yeah. Follow us on Twitter, at Hoosier Hysterics. For the hysterics, no E, no I.
3: But the sometimes why. We'll see you
0: next week. I'll see you next week.
1: From the halls of assembly, you'll hear a screaming shout. Our love of Indiana is manic and devout. everything I do, we discuss in unique manner. We won't be satisfied until we hang another banner us two goofy guys go by names of Ward and Eric, and as you probably know by now, we're Hoosier Hysterics, Hoosier Hysterics, Hoosier Hysterics!